0: Live here. Live! But we don't have to necessarily know what that means. What's the someday of Black I don't think of reason reason This story happens
1: now? Ladies and gentlemen, the movie writes itself.
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still streaming! How do I stop streaming? No! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello, Benjamin.
1: Hi, Jake! <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> All right, we are coming to you live from uh, Los Angeles
0: and Camas, Washington. Camas, Washington. Um, and if you've never to Camus. been to Camas, it's a lovely little city on the right at the bottom of Washington, right next to Vancouver, Washington, and over the river from Portland, Oregon, and it's very nice very nice i haven't
1: been there yet but i will i will be i will come you will come
0: you will come Um,
1: but here you are you're joining us um at ben and jake write a movie our crazy experiment to write our next spec screenplay live in front of all of you Yep. um and we're going to be doing things i think a little bit different we decided um to predominantly live stream on youtube we'll see how that goes Um, We will be live streaming on Facebook on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, yes. Part of the reason is we really want more subscribers to our YouTube channel um, as a way to kind of just build this wonderful audience. So please, uh, if you like what we're doing here, tell your friends,
0: subscribe to our channel, refer them to our channel, that would be awesome. Totally. totally. Um, And also one of the things as well that we uh, have discussed is um what this will look like after we've done the live streams and that perhaps we will do these as uh, half an hour segments and so i think we are on episode eight today so we will uh, publish these as um 8.1 8.2 8.3 and 8.4 depending on how many segments we do which also leads us on yes to the idea that we may go longer than an hour
1: we may we decide you know yesterday was a really interesting experience we were in the groove and i think something that anyone who writes anything or really does any creative activity at all can understand that like when the creative juices are flowing when the sparks are flying you don't want to stop you just want to like roll with it and (laughs) and while the the hour long format is cool and and we love doing this live. I think there's something really fun about it. We don't want to stop ourselves just for the sake of stopping. So if we're on a roll with an idea, if we're going somewhere, if we haven't finished what we're talking about yet, we're just gonna keep going. So you can keep watching live if you want, or you can come back and watch each one of these parts in segments. It also allows people to drop in and drop out. Come say hello. Comment uh, so that we know you're here, and yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and let us know what you're drinking. Is it a cup and of let tea? us know what you're drinking? A nice cup of coffee. Is, Is it Eleven a.m. Like you know, it's, hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? right? I mean, I mean, not not now. It's not. It's five o three somewhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> we
1: uh, we hope that uh, by breaking it up into smaller segments, um, you guys feel comfortable now dropping in and dropping out of the live stream and don't feel like you um,
0: have to give up too much Hopefully. of your day. And then you can join us later Indeed. in our recordings. Indeed. And also what we're going to be doing at the start of each session, me and Ben were joking around earlier, we're going to be doing a previously on Ben and Jake write a movie Uh, just to bring people up to speed who have not seen all the episodes. And if again, if you want to go back and watch the episodes, we really encourage you to do it. We are, you will see us from the ground up breaking this idea alive on the interwebs. Um, and if you don't want to do that, if you haven't got time to go and do that and you just want to see where we're up to now, that's that's fine too. Uh, but of course, for the full for the full experience, it's there. And if this happens to be your first episode and you don't want to go back and do that, we're going to give you a little recap of what we have done yeah. over the last seven hours. Let's be seven clear. Hours. We're only seven hours. This is, This could be one day's work. It, if you did if we did I mean, it from nine it until nine until nine until six with an hour for lunch.
1: Yeah, writers have a very interesting every every writer is different in terms of how long they can do the creative process. Yeah. I will say breaking story, what we've been doing the last seven episodes, I think is some of the hardest work. Um, it's the most mentally taxing. Usually when we yeah. are in the cracking story stage, I don't think we get a full eight-hour yeah. day of just that kind of focus. I point. get burnout.
0: I absolutely get we, that. And we I, get exhausted.
1: I mean, but I think it's important.
0: I think it's important to go away and let your mind rest. Yeah. And let the and let the day soak into your creative unconscious yes. and, and let that come out. And we're going to talk about that in a minute because I've had an experience of that over the last 24 hours. And I'm going to share that with you all in a minute. Ben, ben doesn't uh-oh. Know uh-oh, uh-oh,
1: uh-oh. Well, let's do the previously on. The okay, wait, going wait, on.
0: okay no, I'm going, wait, wait. wait I'm going to, I'll do the previously on, and you do the recap. Here we go. Previously on Ben and Jake write a movie. <laughs> okay.
1: We came to this with no real clue of what we are going to write. But we knew our brand. We knew our genres that we love. We knew the kind of movie we wanted to, uh, our next movie to be. So after working through a bunch of ideas, we did land on one. And it was broadly, what if a demon who wants to be human was given the opportunity if they were able to bring the Antichrist from a small town in America to the Holy Land? It's broad, but it was a starting place. We started to talk themes of taking control over one's destiny, free will, that kind of stuff. That Our protagonist would be both a human who is average but has the potential to be the bringer of doom and a demon who has abandoned hell and lives in isolation. Our villains began to evolve and will range from other demons of hell to the celestials of heaven to the police trying to stop them, even biker gangs. And as we've just begun to structure our major beats the characters have continued to take shape and the plot beats are getting clearer. And that is where we are today in this structuring
0: great. section. So, yes. <laughs> we were having a conversation yesterday about the structure of this movie mm-hmm. and what are the major turning points. Mm-hmm. And we were in the... We had discussed about um, at what point... Do we discover that Sam, our human protagonist, is the Antichrist? And at what point does the demon discover? Him? Is that the same moment? I think that's the same moment. You know, yeah, probably. Unless um, the demon decides to hold- withhold it from her, which is possibly really interesting. That's that is that is interesting, and we'll discuss that possibility. Yeah. Um, as we sat with the, as I sat with the discussion we had yesterday about whether or not that should happen at the darkest moment and whether or not that should happen at the midpoint. Mm -hmm. I had argued yesterday for that happening at the darkest moment, and you said you felt that it should happen at the midpoint. Mm -hmm. I'm still feeling today, even though we went, let's put it at the midpoint and see how it feels, that that happening at the darkest moment feels instinctually, continues to feel instinctually right to me. And let me discuss why and why I feel this way. Sure. So i feel two things the first is i feel that that is a excellent emotionally devastating moment for both our protagonists okay and truly feels like oh my god that's crazy we especially if we've gotten to this point let's say it was we arrive in the holy land We've gone through all those trials and tribulations only to discover that I've been bringing her here essentially to die and holy shit, I'm the Antichrist. Add to that, which would be a plot beat, which I still like, which is she is then captured by the Celestials and taken away. It's like, oh no, at that moment, it has all gone wrong and all comes crumbling down. My concern is is that if we put it at the midpoint, Mm -hmm. that... The mo- and it's not to say that movies don't go in different directions, but that goes in such a drastically different direction that I feel like I'm not get that I'm only getting the quote-unquote promise of the premise to quote save the cat, but that being that you know this is going to be a chase movie where by I'm bringing this person to this particular place at this point. If that's at the midpoint, I feel like I'm robbing the audience of that premise. Um, I think a little bit. And I had mixed feelings at the time about Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. I know that we both did. Yeah, you know, I, and, still yeah. And I still do. To, to some degree, I still do. But it's, but it's interesting. I do look on it now, strangely, and go, oh, actually, it's a really amazing, wonderful movie. Um, now, obviously, in that particular one, it was they got there and it wasn't everything that they offered but how much more robbed would you have been if that had been the midpoint i'd have been like why then what is even going on now what what is the, the
1: midpoint in that movie then
0: i don't know what the midpoint is in that movie i'm i'm, I'm not coming and through it almost it with that.
1: feels like that
0: is the midpoint
1: of the movie because then they have to but go all not, the way back i
0: mean it, yeah but that takes that that's the last quarter of the movie well act three is really really short I mean, again, all of
1: this in terms yeah, it, of like yeah. big changes. Like mid, yeah. the midpoint is, I think a uh, it's a term that we use, but it doesn't have to actually be on page. No, of course, but it of should a hundred pages. Sure, but it should it's roughly the be big in the big turn,
0: right? Yes. Sure, and, it, and sure. it's it's the biggest. Term. Sure, I'll also add to so that. So the first thing was about I feel that you get an emotionally devastating moment. At a moment where you should feel like oh no like sure. really feel oh no and the second part comes to this structural idea about where we are geography wise and where we are with certain antagonists Okay. and it comes down to at what point we get to the holy land i like what we've been discussing whereby a series a a a a, a group of the antagonists are the police mm-hmm. and if our story starts in america um, I feel like we're only going to get those antagonists for 2.1. Unless they hop on a plane and go against their jurisdiction and fly to Israel, which I'm not sure I fully buy logic-wise. So again, it just comes down to structurally, at what point do we want to I get mean, there to is, get There to is jurisdiction
1: point. for Americans to follow a kidnapping across the ocean. It's not like you lose. Okay, you, Joint operations happen all the time. So okay, sure.
0: So, okay. Um, so so, it's, so, it's not so that, that there's no be, That might anything. not be something. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so but really uh, for I, me, th- it's the character aspect of, oh no, I cannot, but now I'm not coming to it with going, and I've got another alternative for a midpoint. I'm not. Right. So that's so my
1: biggest. So I, I hear everything that you're saying. And I don't I don't think, and I'm not going to say that you're wrong in terms of like, yeah, it is a really, really big deal, and certainly could be um. A darkest moment and there are there are multiple options i mean i i don't believe that the darkest moment has to be literally at you know yeah. the very last moment of act two
0: no I don't, have I don't i don't think
1: it's yeah dark, dark night of the soul whatever however yeah. you want to describe it in the middle of 2.2 yes. um fact, generally that's where
0: they there. are there's yeah they it's you know in terms of again, if you're going to go into what what certain books say, there is a moment after that darkest moment that's still in Act Two, which is how are we going to deal with this? You know, like yeah, neon, I don't necessarily yeah. buy that in terms of the book. I, my my feeling is that that's
1: you're you're kind of bridging into Act Three at that point, and that the beginning of Act Three really is the pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and then moving forward towards the climax. But regardless, mm-hmm. um. It, whether it's, it's a sequence like of events, regardless two, of not. Three. Yes. It's, a, it's another emotional turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had movies where that emotional turning point is, has happened at the very end of Act Two. And we've had moments where that has happened just before or, you know, whatever. Um, the things I think that I would want to... If we were going to walk through that and walk down that path of going, okay, so maybe the let's say the betrayal the reveal of the betrayal is our somewhere in the latter half of Mm 2.2 big emotional turn yeah um there's a few things that become not possible based on our previous conversations, and that's okay, but I just want to walk through those. Number one, our celestials do not become um, antagonists until that point. Um, so- in that, yeah,
0: in that, in yes. In this version
1: that you're pitching, there'd be no reason for them to, there'd be no logical reason for them to be standing in the way of a person who's doing exactly what they want them to do. Um, so, we would never have that additional obstacle of them until essentially yep. the very, very end of the movie, which for me then comes to the villain plot, which really is where my biggest issue would be with with this version. Who is our main villain of this movie? And mm-hmm. if it were the the traitor, if the villain is um, in, I'll use Last Crusade as an example, right? Right. Which is a great moment of, oh shit, we're working for the bad guys. And that really does happen more in the middle of the, of that movie. It's not really- Do the... you
0: think so? When do you discover that? When oh, do you discover before, it?
1: It's before they're even, um, I mean, they're, they're in Germany, they're in the, 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 the castle, they walk in, whatever that mansion or whatever, Yeah, and they discover right then and there, oh shit, like, he he gets captured, right? He's, he's, Junior, you brought the diary with you? Oh, Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they're captured. And then you've got this whole long thing about the two of them tied up with each other. We already know that they're the bad guys. We get a scene with the bad guy where he and the girl- Now, are- when you say the bad guy,
0: you mean the person who's given him the job?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yes. I would say in that movie, he's, he is the bad yeah. guy. He's yeah, the yeah, main yeah. villain. I can't yeah. remember his name, but he's definitely yeah. the main villain. Uh-huh. And the girl is working for him yes you know so the all you get all of that stuff then they're tied hand in hand then they cause the fire then they have to escape then they have to follow them then they finally get to the thing then they have to do all the trials there is still an enormous amount of the movie that happens Mm -hmm. and i don't know time wise but just story wise Mm -hmm. there's a lot of movie that happens after that reveal even Mm. though it's a huge reveal and it's Mm. oh my gosh this was a trap all along
0: Mm. so
1: that would be like i guess a comp of going earlier of doing Mm -hmm. that change earlier in Mm -hmm. in in the story yeah yeah um in terms of don't go onto the computer looking at what time it actually happens because i'm still talking um so the In terms of the uh, villain, and like whoever we're going up against in the end, in that final end, Mm. should feel like our main villain of the movie. Yes, I agree. Three quarters of the movie has all been this, you know, demon that's potentially after us. Mm. um, Then that's who I feel like the the climax should be against. And so, if all of a sudden we throw this wrench in, and that that wrench has nothing to do with our antagonists, then I don't understand why we're then spending that time at the end. And we had this issue with another movie that we were writing. um, And the note was, we need to somehow tie in this ending to the the twist of this character being the bad guy all along. If you remember, mm. it was yes. um, this spec that we we're actually about to go out. We can't talk oh, about really. it right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but yeah, there was a version that. of this where we also had a twist like that. Yeah. And the note was that it felt like it wasn't connected to the main um, villain arc and that we didn't fully, like, it didn't fully feel right mm. because of where it happened. We were. Um, we were also in in that particular movie with that person more. Um, And that's another question is I go, if if our, let's say our celestial Gabriel, just using that name, shows up on page 10 and gives Charlize a job, are we not going to see him again until page 90?
0: Like, like, and then we're supposed to be, and, and again, I know you're saying, don't look at, don't look at, at when it happens, but it's funny. I don't remember. And again, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. I don't remember the American guy being in the castle or, 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 at what point or at what minute that's, that's happening. I would just be re I would just be really intrigued to see, sure. um, I mean- so, humor me I, while I humor me while I do that for a second.
1: He 100% is in the castle. Okay. Um, okay. During the rain. And okay. he, um, that is the reveal that they were working, that, that he was working for him all along.
0: It's um, Jones it's not on Disney Plus. That's crazy. What? What?
1: Yeah. Um, that's interesting. So sometimes, guys, this this is uh, part of our process is going and talking about other movies and where they're yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: But and the again, reality is,
1: regardless yeah. of what happens in Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, this is yeah. not Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The yeah. point is that there's an enormous amount of story after that reveal. And so the villain that is the villain that we are ultimately going to defeat in the end because he mm. is the one who drinks from the ground. Yeah, who's oh, the one yes. who dies.
0: Absolutely.
1: Has time in the movie. They have mm. space in the movie. We have multiple scenes other than just the recruitment scene in the movie. Right. right. So that would be my um, concern going through and waiting to introduce them as an antagonistic. Twist that late into the movie. Sure. Um, sure. I think it could, in theory, still happen in 2.2, um, but it would have to happen early enough again to still have at least one set piece or one big scene of some kind where we mm-hmm. really have an emotional connection to them being the antagonistic. Force yeah, sure. Before we ever go into uh-oh, they're the ones that we're, we're going to have to defeat in order to achieve our goal. Mm-hmm,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. the demons up until this point, and will have been the only real obstacle, even though the police might be an obstacle, they're certainly yeah. so, they're not the Terminator, you know? Sure. Like, yeah, and obviously Madrid- you know, in,
0: in, in, in Terminator, after they escape from the police precinct, you don't see them again. Right in that movie, they're not part of the. They're not part of it at all until the very, until maybe the very, very, very final end when she. Right, and even then, probably not. You know, you don't see them again. No, they they die. Right,
1: sure. When he attacks the police station, yeah, yeah, they're all Um, essentially gone. But you know, Uh, so
0: anyway, to your point, yes, you do see the. You suddenly realize at the midpoint in Last Crusade that the person who sent us on this mission. Is we are we are we have been working for him, and now he's got the Grail Diary. One could argue that's the darkest moment of that
1: movie, <laughs> and, it, and it and it might be. Although in that movie, they actually have a darkest a darkest moment where his dad get, might die. When his dad
0: gets shot, and, he has and to go into the, the other thing is you
1: don't have to, and I think this is really important for um, any writers watching yeah. that are uh, emerging and yeah. still uh, tr- and still learning is that while there's usually an aspect of a moment, an emotional turn whereby the character is in the, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. never going to get out of this, we've lost. It's really yeah. a we've lost. Yeah, moment, that's it, right? and that's it, yeah. yeah and yeah. that that moment doesn't have to happen at the same time in every movie, and it sure. but it does need to serve the story that we're trying Comparing to tell. Yeah, there yeah, can yeah. be a darkest moment later That is death related or capture related or
0: dark. And and one could say that in Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, using that as a using that as a comp, we finally get to the hidden temple. We finally arrive there, and the bad guys are already there, and then they shoot my dad.
1: And then I'm forced to go in. And if I don't, I mean really act three, yeah, it's I love Last Crusade. I think it's a brilliant movie. Um, There are aspects of Last Crusade that I like better than Raiders, and we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I probably prefer Raiders more, but there are. But there's a better emotional story. story.
0: There's a better emotional through line in Last Crusade. Yes, the
1: character drama in Last Crusade is actually like. It's rich. Yeah. 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 And we've often
0: said that in uh the in uh, raiders of the lost ark there's not this enormous character growth he doesn't change he, he doesn't change yeah. Yeah. enough but in but at the end of last year right. you're like oh he's healed this relationship he's had with his dad it's so satisfying and yet it, right. what's interesting is like when you watch it you are going i feel like i'm watching raiders of the lost ark as well because it just fits so much into the yeah, paradigm of totally. what that movie is too totally yeah.
1: so like you know In that sense, um, you know, when they get there and Sean Connery is shot, you still have the entire section of him going through the trials. And it's like, that's
0: act three. That's act three. And honestly, looking at the moment here, by one minute, by one hour 40, they're in the temple. They've been confronted by the guy who they've realized that they've been working for all along. You still got, including credits, 25 minutes left of this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that would be my perspective
1: on it. First yeah. of all, Thomas, hello. Thank you for popping in between meetings. We love it. Please feel feel free to comment more and uh, and uh, shit on the floor. Um, oh, God, Thomas, where did that go? Where so, that go? Uh, basically, I think that for the sake of this movie and because of the way that we are structuring the movie and because it's the the twist is a character that we will have been away from a la Last Crusade for all of 2.1, at least, mm. and, and mm. a good chunk of act one as well. Um, if they're gonna remain the main villain and they're gonna remain the primary force of, of antagonism behind our character, we've gotta get them back into the story. And I, I, I hear that, I think, very, I,
0: think a, I think that's a very valid point. Um I suppose then, ultimately what we're saying is, is essentially is it continu- if we do have that reveal at the midpoint, essentially, the promise of the premise, again, promise of the premise, the I, thematic idea, the idea of this movie is here are two here are two heroes being chased is still the case. Yeah,
1: I mean, the the tone is is the same. The yeah. action of the movie is the same. Yeah. But honestly, like,
0: still, if we're gonna still talk promise of the
1: premise, yeah. the promise of the premise is a supernatural action movie. The promise of the premise is a demon and a human end up becoming friends over mm. a journey whereby they discover that the human is the Antichrist. Like, mm. broadly speaking, like that, that can go in all different directions yeah, yeah so whether they're being chased by the demons being chased by the angels being chased by both they're still going on the journey of the yeah. two of them having to work together growing forming a bond and ultimately trying to stop what both factor
0: fact factums are trying to do yeah factors yeah 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 um yeah interesting i just kind of go as well again it's and it's about what What is revealed? Because maybe... Demon doesn't... And it's about to come going, what... Yeah, what am I trying to say here? It's the clearest way of saying is it. it comes to about uh, the demon's promise of mortality and, and soulhood. Mm-hmm. Does that have to come at the midpoint as well? Or can that come mm-hmm. elsewhere, somewhere later? What um, has
1: to come at the midpoint for me currently in the structure that we're talking about is the angel that gave me this job has been using me to do something that I am not okay with doing. Right. And thus I go against those orders, thus causing the angels to have to get come after us as well. Mm-hmm. It draws them into an active role now in the story. Right, right. Now, what information gets Charlize to make that choice to stop her mission and go in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. to save Sam instead of deliver Sam to the angels, the thing that makes her change her mind, how much information is revealed on that, we can... I think that's still up for debate, but whatever it is, it does need to be big enough to
0: make- Okay, so that's yeah. interesting. So you just said something that kind of sparked, that sparked, it. but again, it's, it, 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 I, I'm hearing your point about making sure that the, that the Celestials are, and it's, again, it's not just the Celestials, it's that, let's just call him Gabriel for the moment because it's just ease. Sure. That this Gabriel character then becomes an antagonist. Yes, and that the forces that he is associated with, i.e., the other Celestials, are now also after us. Correct. I thought yeah. you were on our side. Oh no! Holy shit! You're not right. What I was going to suggest, but it doesn't work with that. But maybe it'll spark something. Was just based on what you said. Was does does demon learn? Oh, when we, when, when we get Sam to Holy Land, we're going to kill her. And it's, do I immediately go, fine, well, I'm not going to do that then. And that becomes something else. Or is it, I'm kind of going along, but something nags at me that just doesn't feel right because you're going to die. I don't know. I'm just kind of exploring that for a second.
1: I mean, something nagging at her isn't going to turn the Celestials against her. Again, yeah. unless she makes yeah. an I mean, active well, was, move. Yeah,
0: that was the point. She, yeah.
1: she needs to either pull a sword on Gabriel or, you know, like, there, she's literally, about, at the midpoint, she's literally about to hand over Sam, completing her mission, discovers the truth, and goes, fuck this, and car chase or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there needs to be an active going against my employer for to have my employer now chase after me. Mm. You know, it can't just be mm. a unless it's a suspicion and we bring her in going I don't know or unless the goal is that we're trying to kill her all along and that we uh, we find a way to weave that in. Yeah. yeah. But it's for some reason
0: the plan changes okay right we're at a half an hour mark we are so we're just gonna say we will pause an episode here and we will continue now for those of you just joining us in uh, episode 8.2 uh we are continuing to talk structure of of our of our of our story and the first half an hour this morning was really us just drilling down again on this concept of 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 what turns happen at what point in our movie um i came today with a a nagging feeling that i'd had overnight that perhaps the reveal of um of the fact that we are working for the villains in this story unbeknownst to us at the beginning but known to us now um should happen at the towards the latter half of the movie and Ben, I think rightly has 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 argued the fact that if that happens at page between pages eighty and ninety of our story, yeah. that we will be missing out on opportunities to use that antagonistic force um from perhaps the midpoint onwards, which is what he was arguing we should we 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 should be doing yeah. so um I can hear it, and I just think there's just still just. Yeah, details to continue to work out and threads to pull and look at. I think the
1: other thing is like, let's talk about um, what could be another all seems lost or the fate of the world is on the line or my dad gets shot moment. I mean like yeah, if the reveal that the angels are bad happens in the middle of the movie. Well, we still need the obstacles to get harder and harder and harder, and we still need us to feel as though the the goal is out of reach by the end of act two so that we can go into act three with even more stakes and a ticking clock and the feeling of, am I gonna win or am I not gonna win? So well,
0: let's just dis- let let's 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 discuss that and again it's just part of, of working this through because the goal and this is something we discussed yesterday the goal changes, yeah. You know? And what does what does success look like when the goal changes? I need to have a clear understanding and a clear feeling of oh, I know that I've won. Now in Terminator. I th- I would say that the goal is, for the first part of the movie, getting you away from the Terminator. Because the Terminator is trying to kill you. You have got to survive. Yeah. And then at another point, it becomes, we've got to kill the Terminator. Especially in Terminator 2. No yeah, I mean, in the Terminator- first Terminator...
1: I don't even know that I I don't know that they even believe that they can kill the terminator. Right. I, I actually think even when they're putting the bombs together it would be my my personal opinion yeah. that that it's just as a defense mechanism that the run the chase is still what what is going on because the terminator then shows up at the motel and they're just back on the run again. Yeah. There's never a Okay, we're gonna take the fight to them. Moment. It's
0: true, yeah. Uh, and I would say that I feel that that is a fault with that movie, because I go, hmm. "You're just gonna go and live in a cabin in the woods somewhere." It doesn't have it. Doesn't feel like it has this this final thing that I'm working towards. But you do get a nice finality when Sarah Connor finally kills the Terminator. But that's net in that, that. But that never seems to be their plan. But in Terminator Two. I feel that 10 minutes to two is a better movie because they're running, they're running, they're running, they're running, they're running. And then they go, no, there is something that we can do to stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to go and get the, the whole thing with Cyberdyne and all that stuff. Yeah. We need to go and stop the future from happening. Boom. And yeah. so I guess what my question is, is, is here is what is the midnight run of part one, but the Terminator 2 of the second half, because just we've just got to get you to survive. I don't think is, it just doesn't feel strong. Like there's like there, there was at the beginning a very concrete goal. I'm going to get you here by Friday evening. And then it becomes, I've just got to keep you alive indefinitely in the future for you to prove that you're not the Antichrist. But is it that? How can we prove that you're not the anti or that you are good? Something like that. I just need a concrete goal for 2.2.
1: Yeah, I I guess I just go, um, I don't know that this movie lends itself to a Terminator 2. Okay, we're going to take the fight against the, we're going to flip the tables and now we're going to take the fight against them purely because of the way that we're structuring the, the villains and the and the way in which all of this is happening. I, I go, well, what is the, per-? it feels like almost suicide or something. Like, I, like I, I go like, oh, I just discovered that the Celestials are actually trying to kill her. Oh, and I also have all the demons that hate me after us. And oh, by the way, I also have the cops after us because I've now taken a hostage out of the country. Um, but I'll just fight all them now.
0: And I don't think it has to be hard. fighting. Like, again, what's, what's interesting about Terminator 2 is they don't go, let's go and defeat the T-1000. They go, they actually play it smart. They go, what is the way that we can... Win but that T-1000. is the way to
1: defeat the T-1000, right? If they can stop Cyberdyne from ever totally. existing... But the they T-1000, don't do it
0: by going, let's get all the guns out and shoot the T-1000. No, totally. But there's These a way
1: are... in which they can do that. So yeah, I'd be yes. having to figure out, like, how do you defeat the angels? How do you defeat the demons? But again,
0: it's... it's let, so let's just break it down. What are the demons after? What are the celestials after? They are after the Antichrist. That is currently Sam. Is there a way... Again, I don't, I don't know. Is there a way to get rid of that curse? Is there a way to prove that this person is not that person? Is there a way to wash them in the pools of Bethesda in Israel to clean away that aspect of them? I don't know. But is there something that that they can do to give me a concrete goal other than just, we've just got to get away? because it just feels amorphous and it feels a shame to have had a concrete goal in the first half of act what the first first half of the movie and then to we've well, just have to survive and survive until when and survive until what until you're i mean ultimately it's
1: well right say again
0: i mean it's until the bad guys can't find you
1: anymore what would you say i mean in jason bourne that's basically what happens in the bourne identity It's been a minute since I've seen it. I mean, the *Born Identity, in the first half of the movie, he's trying to figure out who he is. He has a very concrete Mm. goal. I have amnesia. I need to figure out who I am. And then it's to to defeat
0: the people coming after him. So that he he can escape and not be seen anymore. And kill Cordo and run. What? Well, he has that whole thing in the second half of the movie where he's been found, and it's, I've got to defeat the person who's found me so that I can escape away into into nothing once more and it's defeating and it's and it's it's the defeating of clive owen
1: but that's because he but that but you have correct but what you're saying is exactly the opposite of what you're arguing for which is matt damon's goal has not changed he's confronted with an obstacle to that goal Mm -hmm. that he has to then overcome His goal in the second half of the movie is, I need to just escape and get off the grid, which is ultimately what he does at the end of the movie. He Mm. wins because he ends up on a beach, right? Right, yes. The obstacle to that is that Clive Owen finds finds them. Right. And then he has to kill Clive Owen in order to achieve what his goal was. At first his goal is, I need to figure out who I am. Then I discover that who I am, not such a great person, don't really want to go back to that life, would really prefer to be left alone on a beach. Yep, yeah. He doesn't go against the CIA in that movie, he does sure. the eventually, but in, but in later, movie one, he doesn't. Yeah, but in movie one, he doesn't take the fight to them, he just goes, Leave me alone, yeah, just leave me alone. And so, so ben,
0: yes, I so then, I mean, what is the what? Is, so, but here's the thing while his goal is, Sure, I've got to. I want to disappear. Right. What is the obstacle to that? In that particular case, as we're saying, is Clive Owen. Clive Owen has to be defeated mm-hmm. in order for that to happen. So what is that in this well, movie? Haven't
1: we just been saying that it's now that we have both the Celestials and the Demons that are coming for us? Isn't, isn't that the obstacle? Hasn't and the obstacles so, just And been so what do I have to do
0: to stop them from coming after us?
1: I mean, the same thing that I would have to do to stop them. I, I I guess I'm confused by the question. Defeat them. I have to defeat them.
0: Great. So that's what we're going for. So in two points, not that I'm going to go. Goal changes. To do them. No. It. No. That's not. That's not. Okay. True. So I'm confused.
1: By Jason Bourne doesn't go and say. I have to. Def- I'm. I'm going to search out Clive Owen and defeat him so that I can go and live on a beach. Mm-hmm. Jason Bourne says, "I'm going to go. and We're going to stay at this little house on off the beaten path, and then yep. you tip him off by accident. And then he shows up, and now I have to kill him, even though that wasn't my plan. But I have to do it so that I can go and live." Sure. on Sure.
0: So yeah. And, and, so it's just, and it's just what I'm saying that is, yeah.
1: it's if the goal for our heroes changes to become. I'm not gonna deliver you anymore. We're gonna go find a place where you're safe. Mm-hmm. Now my goal is to make you safe. But my obstacles have increased. I now have celestials and demons coming after me. Mm-hmm. And so the obstacles of getting you safe become having to defeat anyone that stands in my way.
0: So is there something interesting? I'm I'm getting kind of infused now a little bit with um with uh the born the born identity um bye thomas thanks so much for joining appreciate you um um that 2.2 2. 2 becomes we got to get you away somewhere where they'll never find you and we are potentially successful in that even though we're establishing that they're out looking for us and sure. that they're and that they're on our trail and she calls and her mom calls her mom <laughs> in big bear and an angel picks it up Okay, honey. Um, But that, and that, do they do something smart whereby they go, there is no way that we could defeat a bunch of Celestials and a bunch of Demons. But what do Celestials hate? They hate Demons. What do Demons hate? They hate Celestials. What if we let them both know that we're here and let battle commence and that we use them to wipe out each other and then in the midst of it, we come in and we defeat the bad guy who's just the strongest of the, of them. Something something fun like that. And I go, oh, that was smart. Okay, that was that's actually,
1: guy. that's quite fun. So we, okay. Then what I would say is you could get a really great twist if we as the audience don't know that that's entirely what they're doing. Totally. It would be cool. Don't know if it will work, but it yeah. would be really cool if all of a sudden we show up at a place whereby we think that we've been caught by one of these factions right and then we discover that actually we've called the other faction
0: and it's and, and actually and
1: we've la- we've laid the trap we've laid the trap but even the audience doesn't feel that at first so that when the other t- so that when the let's say I'm using a bad example of a rock quarry, but we're in the we're in a rock quarry, and the angels right. land in the rock quarry, and we're like, they're like, we found you, you stupid whatever. We're gonna give us give us the girl, and she's like, yeah, you know what, you did find me, but um, you're not the only ones. And then all of a sudden, all on the, like the tops of the cliffs, the demons all yeah, show up, and are cool. like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Yeah. And we get a fucking demon celestial battle in this rock quarry. And we somehow escape into the mine. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. It's big. I will say that the one problem with it is that it's big. So you you, the budget of the movie just like doubles. Unless you know, unless
0: you unless you (laughs) you just you just bring it you bring it all down. And if Mm. you were to say you've got Gabriel and his two buddies. Right. And you've got Bahamut and his two buddies. It could even be... They could even be singular, singular antagonists if we if we wanted to just keep it yes you could. it doesn't you're have right. to be the army of angels and demons you're right yes. be, yes. if, if we, we wanted it to be we absolutely could yeah we absolutely and then could. the one guy the, the one policeman in the middle of it what the hell's going on just shows up
1: <laughs> i mean that actually would be really funny too if they if they've been tracking them and they didn't even know the cops had been tracking them and then the cops totally. show up and they're like holy, holy shit fuck.
0: and she's like yeah
1: exactly And then they maybe the cop helps them get out of there. Right, right. That's the name of the movie. movie. Holy,
0: holy shit.
1: Holy shit. (laughs) Um (laughs) so the uh yeah, I mean, that's an interesting that that's a really interesting set piece. I guess my question though is, is that act three, is that an act three climax? It doesn't feel like a climax. So where is that? Is that is that 2.2 and then something like yeah, no, I feel like, it, I, feel like, it, I,
0: feel like it, I feel like it could be a climax. Like ultimately, it's how do how do we win? But I don't want our okay. How do we win is
1: great, but you don't want Sam and 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 Charlize running or using someone else to do their successful work. You could start that way,
0: but then yes, I think I think that's what I said win. earlier. I think you start that way. And at the again, if there were if there were five angels versus five demons at the end, it would only be Gabriel left standing and you're like, and he's coming and you're like, ah oh, shit. And she's going to go up against him. And you're like, you get, sure, you just you get the, thing to the that you've wall, always wanted.
1: fight at the end. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is there a way though to, yeah. it's complex. We'd have to think about a way in which to, um, if it's going to be act three, how do we legitimately feel like um, we've failed, and then twist it so that yeah. actually this failure was what we wanted to happen all along? We wanted is it, to fail, is it? Because oh, we no, knew mm-hmm. this was going to happen.
0: Is it? Oh no, they found us. Oh no, that's bad. Well, what if we could? What if we could turn "they found us" into something good, but we don't tell the audience what that is?
1: right Don't i mean worry, the other thing is plan yeah i mean we we had talked about at one point um i think i had suggested like does she go to whomever this other demon is and make and make a bargain um to work with them or help them
0: is yes, there a perhaps. way
1: to potentially without seeing it have that kind of happen off screen yeah is there a if Sam were captured, let's say at the end of Act Two, and that yep. our demon knows where they're going because it's the one sure. holy spot where this sacrifice and,
0: and she and she was told to bring her to this place potentially. Right, originally. so she knows. She knows. Yeah. And
1: the only way that she's going to be able to go up that against them is by literally the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. She goes to the demons and says, "I know where she is."
0: So she needs to, yeah. I mean, yes. And what does she say to said demons to get them to agree to do it? They have their own, they have their own want and desire. It's got to be a double
1: cross on both sides. I don't it does, know
0: doesn't it? It, it does. Like, I'll deliver her, I'll deliver her to you. And again, like, as a demon, might I believe her? You know? Oh yeah, you are a demon after all.
1: <laughs> right. I realize I've lost, and I'm going to pick the winning side or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? totally,
0: totally, totally.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that's really interesting. I don't know. Um, I still don't know what what exactly um, the details are that string yeah. all together. But yeah, but I think that um, you know the double cross set piece with both angels and demons there at the end definitely feels like an act three set piece. And I, and I agree, you just whittle it down so that the demons and the angels have basically taken each other out to the point where it's now Charlize and the angel. Yeah. And they are, um, duking it out for the, for the the life of, yeah, totally. I mean, it's
0: great. Like I'm seeing, you know, again, if it's a, what, wherever we are, you know, Mount Sinai, um uh oh yeah. yeah and um it's all it's all kicking off and in the middle of it charlie's Theron gets to millie bobby brown <laughs> and grabs her and pulls her out and they are And it's all going off in the background and then at the end of it gabriel's just left standing and, and he's, he's and he's just like demon and it's like he's coming and it's the terminator coming for <laughs> Sarah right, Curry, right. At least in that final in that final moment <laughs> You know, yeah,
1: uh, I mean, the uh, question though. Uh, maybe you, uh, this was just like off the off the cuff, but I want to clarify something. Yeah. Do you see Sam as as young as a Millie Bobby? No, it
0: was just so. Uh, okay. Just, okay. I, mean, All right. I just want to make
1: video, sure though. that we're clear on who. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah no, Who just, are I just
0: popped into part. my brain is because, okay. like, you know, she's, she's, she's eighteen then, yeah, now, but I don't think patient. Sam's eighteen. You know. You no, know, I think uh, she's probably in her mid twenties. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, she's you know, Haley Steinfeld. She's Haley Steinfeld. Totally. I'll give her a call. Hello, Haley. Give give Haley a call. It's Haley and Shirley's team up. Haley and Um, Shirley's
0: is a great is a great. It's a great combo. i totally see Haley Steinfeld and Charlize Theron. Uh, comments, if you're watching this, uh, who do you see as being a cool kick-ass demon? What do you think? And who right. makes a good a good uh, yeah? And it's interesting as we've been talking about it. I actually am seeing two women being in being in this. Yeah. I see Gabriel as I see Gabriel as male, and uh, and I see and I see uh, both of a salmon, and, uh, salmon yeah. demon. Haley um, and Charlize as Hayley right. as. As as yeah as you yeah do. that's
1: that that keeps kind of popping into my head Same. too. I, I yeah. actually really that, that's that's where I'm at. Those, um and I think it'd be good to kind of you see. Actually, sometimes
0: we agree, at least sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, look, this is this is the process, um, and that's the point. But um, oh, absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: I yeah. think that the. As we're talking through this, the structural aspects of the basically what we're saying is the act two um, main turning point will be the betrayal, and I do think the betrayal gives us a set piece of some kind. Oh, Guard I do too. Absolutely, Something yeah. Fun, right,
0: completely. I get
1: our middle yeah. of the movie set piece. Yes, the betrayal then leads to us on the run again, but. Maybe in a different way, where we're actually hiding out. Sure. But maybe there is a version where we, where Sam says, and maybe this is part of her growth. Maybe Sam says, "I can't run the rest of my life." Totally. I this. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like what, what kind of life is that? I've never had any control, and now you're telling me that I literally have yeah. no and, control. Uh, and they're always and I'm being controlled by them. And so sure, maybe but, her yeah. taking control of her life, and we think. We think she's gone off half-cocked and gone and given herself over to the angels or to the demons or whomever. Mm -hmm. But actually her and and Charlize have have decided they're going to use her as bait <laughs> yeah and great we, we just haven't seen that off right i think that's
0: really cool let's open up our document and let's uh and let's uh and let's get this let's get yeah, this
1: so um as i'm opening up the document jake uh let our viewers know where we're at because i think this is a good point to split into
0: a new episode sounds good all right so uh, this is episode 8.3 Uh, Today, we have been continuing to uh, develop the major turning points of our movie. Uh, We started off the day talking about at what point should the emotionally shocking discovery that um, our human protagonist, who we're calling Sam, is actually uh, the Antichrist, and that uh, the forces of good, the Celestials, actually want to kill her. Um, and that we've been working for the villains all along. Uh, we have uh, re-arrived after dissecting and discussing that idea that that should happen at the middle of the movie. Um, we have then been talking about then what is the, uh, the moment towards the end of our second act where things all go horribly wrong and what the climax of the movie is, what the need becomes for our heroes in the second part of the movie and what they can uh, do to achieve that goal. And uh so we are currently have just opened up our uh scratch pad, and uh we are just working mm. through uh writing some of these ideas down very yeah. important very important to write your ideas down
1: so yeah, it's always good to write your ideas down. Thank you, Jake, for the recap um that was great so now uh two point two after our midpoint set piece is some kind of a mm. you know a car chase or some shit like that um Then we're now on the run, but now it's for Sam's safety. And this time both celestials and demons are on the hunt. So they have to go somewhere. They need to find shelter somehow. And in this moment, (laughs) Haley, I'll call her Sam. Sam. Sam, yes. says she can't run anymore. In fact, and this is something we talk about a lot. A lot of times our heroes, and, it, and it's it's there's lots of examples of this. A lot of times our heroes actually make their change, their emotional change happens before act three. And that act three yes. is actually the representation of them having changed and using yes. that
0: change to win. Totally. So
1: yes. um, that Sam at the end of Act Two is going to say she can't, yeah, live, yeah, with no control, yes, any longer, and being on the run is the ultimate form of not having any control of your life. Totally. You know.
0: And Chris, I'll answer your question in a moment.
1: I'm hiding, yes, is the ultimate form of not having control um, so she is um, being defiant in this yes. moment all right there's a question let's have a
0: question. it's just purely about what's on my display it, it, on my shelves behind me huh. um, so I'm a massive Warhammer fan I'm uh, not sure if you know Warhammer Warhammer 40,000 it's been a hobby I've been doing since I was about 11 years I've been English for 30 years now and uh, and if you look I will I will, I will angle my my computer over here that's my painting table where i paint bunches of miniatures uh, and uh, regularly play games and uh, there you go yes i'm a nerd and i love it
1: nice <laughs> yes jake has uh this great hobby and actually we were we were fortunate for a moment to almost adapt something Warhammer
0: with with, with and, um it, it, it didn't but go the way that we wanted it, we it to. Wanted but it was a fun,
1: a fun moment, and and Jake got to actually go and, and visit Warhammer World, and I'm still jealous because I didn't get that experience. But
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, maybe it'll come around again at some point. No time, bitterness I here. I do, uh, hope it does. I do hope it does because it's a fun, <laughs> way to play. Anyway, okay, cool. So, um, yes, so, yeah. So basically, she's
1: going to be defiant. Um. And I think Sam runs off in the night or some shit yeah.
0: like that. And
1: yeah. then the the Celestials find her. She knew that they would. She does something that we think yeah. might be dumb. And, and hopefully, hopefully, um, we will think That she's not being smart. Now, I don't know what her plan is yet. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I like, I like,
0: and I like, I like the idea that you, that we lure the audience and go, oh God, she's just doing such a dumb thing. And then realize that she's smart. I kind of love that in movies where like the audience gets fooled. I enjoy being, well, it's it's Danny Ocean being beat up in the the casino. Totally. Like
1: one of my favorite things. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, sorry if I hit you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) love that moment.
1: You're like, this is great. Um, so we think it's... Interestingly, we think it's the darkest moment because Charlize um, yeah. realizes you know... Charlize realizes uh, that Sam is gone um, and will be killed soon. Um, ticking clock! Ah! Yes. Um, so then what we're saying is, and I don't know exactly how we get here, but we're going to continue to go from macro to micro. So we'll get here eventually in the climax of the movie, essentially Charlize shows up and tries to rescue, tries to rescue Sam in time, but it turns out, you know, but it turns out Sam and her planned this all along. Yeah. And the demons
0: are here too. And it's nice, isn't it? Because it, it, it then gives us an, another twist. Yes. We think we know something, and actually, we don't, as the audience. Please. You know, at the beginning. And again, I think it's very important for us to at the beginning paint Gabriel out as a good guy in the same way as just yes. like in Indiana Jones and uh, and The Last Crusade, you go, oh, this guy's a good guy. This guy's one of the good guys. Yeah, he
1: wants, he wants what we want. He wants
0: what we want. Absolutely right. Totally. Yeah.
1: Totally, totally, yeah. totally.
0: There should never be any nod or tip of the hat. And it's funny, we wrote that script last year where we thought we were being really clever with a character that we thought was an ally and then turned out to be a villain. And we gave it to our manager. Our manager was like, I saw it coming a mile off. And we're like, <laughs> really? He's like, yeah, from minute one, you're like- We thought we were being either. so smart. Um,
1: <laughs> we really did. Um, and honestly, like how many movies have we all gone to see where you go, oh, they're the bad guy. That's the bad guy. It, it happens all the time. It's really weird. It's hard to do. Audiences really hard to fool. Yeah. Like we are all such avid movie and It's TV funny
0: because we were watching what were we watching? We watched we both watched that Jason Statham movie um where he plays the um you know, Wrath of Man or what Wrath of whatever. Man right. exactly right and I was going oh who's it going to be? It's not going to be that obvious guy cuz he's always plays the bad guy. Is it going to be him? Is it going to be him? I was like no, it's the guy who you thought it was. <laughs> yeah. It was like it's, oh, it's oh, the oh. obvious guy. The obvious guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, like so many movies fall into that trap. So, yeah. on the one hand, I just go, you know, there's always two sides to these things, right? It's like you want to be as creative as you can be. You want to write the freshest, newest, most um, interesting movie. And then by the time it gets to production, They've taken all the fresh stuff out because everybody else has been confused. Yeah, and they just go back to the same old shit. <laughs> and so you, it's this weird. Oh, yeah. dance. here's the thing. Play.
0: None of this is going to be in the movie, right? It's just right. going to be in the draft that gets it that gets it sold. And that's the funny thing. <laughs> you know, we were told yeah. once by a producer,
1: and we I, we we hear it, and we continue to hear it that. You write the movie for the stage at which the movie is and for who the reader is going to be. Sometimes the draft is going to go to buyers and it needs to be a certain way for buyers, but it would never necessarily be that way when it actually gets made and you kind of know that. But it's a really tricky dance to watch. It's hard, isn't it? Because you do get attached to certain things that you've created. You 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 do, and then also you get frustrated when they take out the good stuff, you know, and then you get blamed when it's not there. Yeah. And then Um, you you also tend to, I think, have, I mean, I know I do. Sometimes I just go, what, you know, like, yeah. We don't need to come up with anything too complex because they're not going to want a <laughs> complex thing anyway. So let's just go with the obvious. But to our manager's point, the when they read it, if it's too obvious, they'll think it's not a good script. And that's but it. When they watch it, they're going to want it to be the obvious. Absolutely thing. right. <laughs> Absolutely
0: right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, um, it's just kind of worth bearing in mind, isn't it, about going it's thinking about it from 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 different perspectives i know that this demon is going to turn good mm. so i already know that i'm playing with the ideas of what good and evil are but you know what uh, i don't know what i like about our twist yeah i don't know that she's going to have to stay a demon totally uh, absolutely but i just want i just wonder if and, and it comes down to this aspect of how how smart do we really think we're being? Do we really think that people are not going to go? Of course, he's the butt. If if the demon's a good guy, of course the angel's a bad guy. You know, I just well, don't, know. I don't know. another I'm reason
1: getting- I think that I think that just plays to the argument to do it at the midpoint because. Well, get in it, over. Indiana Jones. I wasn't crazy fool that that guy was going to be.
0: Not. The I only watched cast. it when I, I watched it first when I was a kid, so it's tough to go and have mm. that experience again. True. I think I was probably pretty surprised at the time. My whatever it was, nine-year-old, right. ten-year-old self.
1: <laughs> but every time you have like the rich guy that wants to hire you to go yep. on a dangerous yep. quest, you know, you go. Yep. There's something, and of course, you know.
0: Become. Fun fact about Last Crusade: the guy who wrote Last Crusade's son played the king and the princess that's true that's there you true, go man. it was written There's by tom stoppard although although he plan didn't ever publicly plan. he never he took his name off he took his name off last crusade he's done it as a smithy alan smithy really yeah yeah he wasn't he wasn't proud of it he didn't like that apparently, apparently not but it's a shame because i love it i absolutely love it but yeah I love it, was, too. it was him I, yeah, I, I prefer it to Definitely my second favorite Indiana Jones movie for sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and only by a smidge. by Yeah, I, smidge. You yeah. Know, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, last crusade is a little goofier. It's the tone, it is a little goofier, it absolutely it is, is a little, kind of, you know, the yeah. Sean Connery humor, but yeah, but in a way that kind of made it charming.
0: So, that's an interesting um, question. That's an interesting question because let's talk about tone and let's talk again, interesting to talk about the princess. As we know, Ben, the draft that we wrote of the princess that sold was mm. a very serious film. And then when we went to that first test screening, we were, I think, quite delighted with the moments of levity and humour. What are the moments of levity and humour that exist in this story? Because, again, this could be John Wick serious, you know? Or it could be, you know... We've talked about there being moments of humour in Terminator 2, for example. Not a lot, but but you remember them. They... they punctuate out of the seriousness of the, of the I, not gloom, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I would say, I mean, interestingly, I, I would look
1: back at our draft of the princess and say that we tried to have moments of levity, even if those moments of levity weren't laugh out loud jokes. Right. I mean, there definitely were beats, even some beats that stayed in the movie that that were ours that were like, you know, She uses the lace from her corset to fight the guy. That was was a lighter lighter moment. And even the guy's reaction to it is a lighter beat. Um, The kitchen when we were, you know, she uses a frying pan to to fight with. Stuff like that. But I would say, I think Terminator 2 is actually a really good comp for tone for this movie. I don't think it's as serious as the first Terminator because the first Terminator has no humor. zero yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah the second terminator has some moments yeah but they're very sparse yeah and it's really about connect the humor humanizes arnold yes the only humor revolves around him totally and what's interesting is we have a character in this being charlize who is a demon and i think it comes to Yes. How that is portrayed. Completely. Thereby, like Terminator 2, I think the, the humor can potentially revolve around her. And yeah. it depends on I think how, so too. Yeah. how human she is at the beginning yeah. and how human she seems at the end. Yes,
0: totally. You know? I think it's um, interesting. Um, I, yeah, I, th- I, I definitely think that the moments where you'll smile, laugh perhaps a little... Um, are gonna come out of the relationship between these two. Um, yeah. and the But I don't think
1: they're fish out of water moments. Nope. A lot like nope. kind of Terminator two had a
0: moment of the quality of that. Yeah. yeah but, but there's even a moment that I think of which is where he he picks up the baby. <laughs> He's got this chubby Mexican face, it's just just an image. Just go. That's so yeah. Well, it
1: came out of a lack of understanding of the cultural norm. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Depending on what we do with our demon, I think it would be difficult to believe that she would have that much of a lack of understanding. I don't think it's born out of lack of understanding. I I think think it's more the. I'll use it the forty eight hours humor. 48 Hours yeah. would be a really great call. That's a good that call. Yeah, great. Because it's the, I think we we get two act- actors, you know, if it's Charlize and Haley, who banter off of each other. You know, yeah. it's, it's that kind of, you're putting on a, us. In fact, I would add 48 Hours to our- to Yeah, our I just way. wrote
0: it down. Yeah. Um, I haven't yeah. seen that movie in 25 years I need to watch that again it's been a really yeah. long time since i have seen that film yeah
1: I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna grab um, the the document and just add it to our movie list and and for the moment um, just because we've we've already done these I'm just gonna cross those out and I know you've done legion yep. so Great, and then we're going to go forty-eight hours. But, but interestingly, that's that is something to watch in terms of dynamic. Like, what other movies have Mm. a bantery two-hander dynamic? Now, yes, I don't know that this movie is a full two-hander. Yeah, and yet at the same time, I would. I mean, I want to go back and watch Forty Eight Hours because I go, is that a? An Eddie Murphy movie, and Nick Nolte is the straight man to Eddie Murphy, which is the way that I remember it. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy is the one who goes on the true arc, right? Or is it a true two hander, whereby they both have almost equal, yeah, journey and equal like protagonist levels? Like I would say, yeah. Lethal Weapon. I was going to say Lethal is Weapon. A great two hander. Yeah, whereby both of them have just as much yeah. character growth to go yeah, on. Totally. And so that's where that is. And it might be so, worth watching
0: both of those movies just for the nature of the original ether weapon. Yeah. You know what is that what is that to, you know serious stakes big big serious things happening and going on um and yet there being moments and again it's it's just about finding that right level of 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 again, is banter the right word? I mean, potentially it is. It is. I mean, like we
1: think it's it's conflict, is what it is. Yes. Right? It's conflict. It's when they're in conversation, their personalities conflict with each other. Yeah. And so each scene yeah. that they have, yeah, they want different things, they go about doing things in ways that piss each other off.
0: Yeah. Again, it's interesting you having know? just watched Midnight Run, that's that's a, that's at the core. Oh, and it's what you love about both of these characters. You know, right. Jack Walsh and the Jews, yeah. they, they duel. And that isn't
1: in The Terminator.
0: No, absolutely right. And I actually no. think that
1: that is way better for this movie. I think that we should go with the, whether it's a full two-hander or a semi-two-hander, whereby yeah. our our heroes, our joint heroes, should have really conflicting views on
0: behavior, well, yeah.
1: the world, the okay. future.
0: It's, it's interesting because I guess the question then becomes, like we obviously have established that our demon character is just that, is a demon. What's the best kind of character that you can put into that mix that makes you go, oh, I can see the world why they have instant conflict. It's not this. But But if it were like a youth pastor, pastor, I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah." (laughs) You know, (laughs) youth pastor and a demon. Like, I go, it's in now. I think that's more the comedic version of it.
1: Yeah, we don't want to go high comedy for sure. You know, like, it doesn't, I don't think that, you know, her being a nun is the, the best totally. version yeah. of this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, none and a demon walk into a bar. And none and a demon walk into a bar, exactly. Like, I I think that <laughs> it is a really good question, but it also goes to the idea of, like, not just the what she is in terms of... Um, yeah, so what of does the, she really believe? But, 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 like, what kind of personality does Charlize have and what kind right. of personality... Does Sam have, and where do those, where does where does that stem from in terms totally. of their belief systems and their world? Because yeah, I mean, it's
0: interesting using Charlize yeah. Theron as the kind of um, placeholder. Mm. I can see her being very, very deadpan and serious all the time. Yeah, you know, very, uh, very pessimistic, very, you know, down on the world. Yeah, very, very keeping it real. And I can Genaro, see her being
1: a loner. I can absolutely. see her not not really wanting to get yeah. to know Hayley at yes, all. totally. Like, and this Hayley is about that- us being friends. Like, I could see her being like, totally. I don't, like, I'm not interested, kid. Like, well, not kid, but you know what but I yeah, mean. Still, like, I'm still, not interested yeah. because, like, th- this is a, you're going to help me get what I want, whether yeah. you like it or not. Totally.
0: You know? Right, yeah, you are
1: a means to my end. But then, in literally two sequences... She has to get won over, but not necessarily fully, because the betrayal could piss her off enough to go against them, even if she hasn't been fully won over yet. Mm-hmm. So you have, I guess, probably three sequences where you end up get where, where where their relationship is able to really build and bond. Yeah. Um, because I was, seeing, I was seeing, I was seeing,
0: I was seeing again. It's what happens sometimes when you you like start to see scenes in your head, and like this is in the first sequence in 2.1 and Hayley's like, I really got to pee really badly, and <laughs> we have a whole call, You know, like it's like really, really, have to go now. Like they were just behind, Want like I, to pee I, in her I really pants. Yeah, like, you just like you know? go in this. I can't go in this. Right. Fine, you know. So, but if you try anything, we're going to try anything. And she goes into the bathroom and she tries to escape out the window. And she's like, I told you not to try anything, and I get into her. right have that something. What did you expect me to do? You're kidnapping me. You know, we can have sure going back and forth. Yeah,
1: I mean, there is a a natural. Um, Forget the demon part. It's a kidnapper and the kid. Absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 also
1: like. Even there's the serious sir version, which is born identity again. Sure. Whereby she's. In a way at times, like they have some banter between the two of them because she's like, am I your hostage
0: or am I not your hostage? Totally right. But it's even so like, is there something where like. Charlize Theron's demon character has no fucking sense of humor. Zero mm-hmm. sense of humor, you know? And, and, uh, Hailey Steinfeld's character is, is just bubbly. She's a bubbly young gun. She does annoying things. It's like, oh, great. I've got to bring the most annoying person in the world. I've got to accompany the most, you know, like something about the dynamic. I think you've won the risk, of risk again of leaning into broad comedy. Again, it's just finding that. Not like, like going and, and, and getting, getting
1: like. like- Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde.
0: <laughs> no, you know, like, no, she's not, no. But it's like, right. can we at least have some music? She's like, fine, he puts on opera. Like, opera, right. seriously? It's like, I like opera. You know, whatever it is, you know, those right. moments of, of, of them kind of coming together, yes. but, in a, but through- And there's a bit board. of
1: a road trip-
0: Absolutely. Nature to that, which is yes. good,
1: because those scenes, I think you, you do them, they don't need to be long to get a real sense of them of time passing and them bonding.
0: Absolutely. You can, right.
1: you can do kind of a, it's not really a montage, but a sequence of them traveling, even if it's just not like on the airplane, yeah. <laughs> of different moments
0: yeah. whereby
1: they're like, you know, she's snoring on her or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like
0: totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm like, getting what have yes. I'm
1: seeing you as a person and you're seeing me as a person. Yes. And so we we start to care about what happens to each other. Absolutely right. Yeah, Um, and I think that's uh, obviously really, really important to the success of their of their journey. Completely. Um, I mean,
0: ultimately, and again, you know, talking about the born identity, they have this great connection. They have this great thing that happens to them over the course of this journey, and they get together at the end, and you're like, yay! yes you know <laughs> as a representation of of, right. of their journey together in that in that particular story yeah yeah totally. Yeah. yeah
1: totally yeah totally cool um you know what interestingly enough i feel like this is a really good place to stop for today i do too um i feel really good and accomplished yep. and like we've kind of for sure. cracked a bunch of new things mm-hmm. um so let's pick this up again tomorrow thank you everyone for uh, watching us go
0: through this, um, thank
1: you. This struggle of trying—it is, isn't it? Answers. I mean,
0: ultimately, it's 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 a it's a creative struggle. Yeah, you know, right. um, you are trying to crack ideas, and yeah. the way that me and Ben, I think, constantly do it is we ask questions of each other yes and if you're not in a partnership and it's just you working on your own ideas i think that is the way that you do that I think you just have to ask yourself questions and answer them always and always. maybe you come up with three or four answers i was working on something the other day i'm currently working on a book and i'm just kept just writing down a bunch of questions just a bunch of questions and then for each question answer them three or four different ways and then that i think is the way that you can on your own mind your own ideas but i'm very grateful that i have A Benjamin of my own to do that
1: with. I I always refer to myself as a problem solver. I'm a professional problem solver because I feel like that's what we do so much. As we go, okay, well, that's an interesting idea, but here are the problems. So, how do we fix those to make that idea actually work? Absolutely. Um, Or if there's a problem with that idea and we can't solve it, then we Mm -hmm. find a new a new way to. You know, you don't try and fit a a square peg into a circular hole, that kind of
0: thing. Well, you can try. Um, You can
1: try. (laughs) Um, All right, that is our day. Um, We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Thanks so much. Cheers, Ben.